laughing. You put a mic in front of some people and you don't know what you're going to get. It's a little scary. Might be inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Welcome to the Inappropriate Quilters podcast, where we talk about life, quilting, and we throw in a few inappropriate things. I'm your host, Leslie Bircher, along with my inappropriate friend and co-host, Rochelle Rice. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Well, isn't that why I'm here? I'm I'm the I'm the in in the inappropriate. Oh, yeah, you are. There That's we true. go. There we go. Okay, so this yeah. is the most uncomfortable chair in the history <laughs> of chairs. We'll tell you why. We'll reason you're in that chair. What's wrong with it? Well, for one, it's low. Okay. The seat feels like it's about to fall through. Okay. It's it's a folding. It's a little kid's chair. Okay, so there, Jeannie, there is a reason you're in that chair. Why? Because we don't want you so comfortable here that you really think you're a part of this because you're a guest. <laughs> Uh, so there's a re- there is a reason but let's, to all things. Let's ask her, did it work? Did it work? No. You're going to stay forever now. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so it mm. did work. <laughs> so it did work. It did it's just, work. Okay. It's just, it's, well, you know, we want you on your toes. Can I not have a better chair? Do I not get, rank? Let's get her a better okay. chair. She does rank. Okay. You do rank for a better chair, but we, we're, you're our test first guest second as the second guest. Yeah. Leslie, so, can you see back here in the back of this chair? Let me grab you. Let me grab you. Can you see? That's true. I say a curse word? She'll, she'll edit I'll it edit out. I'll edit it. She'll boom. Will it beep or edit out? Edit. edit. Okay. Yeah, because yep. we're clean. Mm-hmm. PG. And we're staying That's why clean. I can't understand why you're talking to me. Because you're We're hilarious. not cartoons like G-rated for PG. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Not anime. But not explicit. Yeah. Not Looney Tunes. No, yeah, not Kind of that. Looney, but not the Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm with you. So we've got Jeannie here because we've been having some conversations about who would our first guest be, right? <laughs> That's right. And the first, I mean, our name is Inappropriate Quilters. That's right. And I don't know anyone more inappropriate than my friend Jeannie, honestly. I agree. And, <laughs> and that's a compliment. That is. And she usually will take that as a compliment. Am I right? Yes, and my daddy would be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> I love and it. And so I met Jeannie. We've been friends for a long time. We met at work. And then we started quilting together four years ago um, through a Quilting 101 class. And we both fell in love with it at the same time, and we haven't turned back since. But, Jeannie, I'll let you talk about why, how you got started. Why did you start quilting? Well, because y'all did, and I had FOMO. <laughs> and for exactly. those of you that don't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, you, but you you and Kara really were the ones that decided you were going to do it, and then we, you invited me. That's right. We were going to knit first. We were looking for a knitting class. Okay. Oh, my God. Is that not boring as hell? <laughs> I am so totally. glad we could not find one. Right. Yes. But we did happen upon the quilting class at Quilt Sampler. Yes. Okay. So we decided we would do that. Yeah. All and right. I was thrilled to death because, gosh, knitting, $200. Quilting, $200,000. <laughs> there is true. There, you know, we always <laughs> talk so about... true. We've always talked about that there are levels of things that we do and levels of hobbies. And we've talked about it with retreats, the cost. And we definitely know that quilting is not... For those without a pocketbook. No. But you can make it with that, but most of us don't end out doing that. I mean, 
I yeah. look at the equipment that I have in my house for it, and, and I could have a really nice car, like maybe mm. a Jaguar, SUV Jaguar. <laughs> or three. Or three. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I remember, it's so funny, but I remember the first day we went to the quilt sampler to buy our fabric. And I will never forget it because Jeannie walks in, and of course there's a store full of women. And her first question is, what, what did you ask when we walked in, Jeannie? Honestly. Uh, <laughs> what did you ask? I said, where's the divorce fabric? <laughs> <laughs> of course, the most hysterical piece of that was we didn't know her at the time, but Debbie Davis was our teacher. 101 instructor. And oh, yes. she was manning the store. She was in Never there, you know, working fabric. And her response to Jeannie was, uh, it's all sold out. I bought the last of it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we all looked at her and went, we love you. You're our kind of people. <laughs> but we, we knew immediately. But we have since discovered that there's not divorce fabric out there. However, we have a friend, Angela Walters. Angela, 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 Angela. And, you know, she she actually laser, or not laser, she actually digitally Digital. prints all of her own fabric. Right. Does she have divorce fabric? We, she doesn't, but I think that... If she decides to make divorce fabric, I really think it would sell. I think there's I a big part for it. But since she and we're giving that to her free that idea because she did name us the inappropriate quilter. She so did. Angela, while you're listening to this, remember you want to make divorce fabric. And right. it should be colorful and it should also have some hateful, ugly colors in it. Like alimony. That's that's yeah, that's a bad one. Well, no, let, let's get serious about this. If we're talking about designing divorce fabric, because right. I really have put some thought into this. Okay, okay. you've got to think about: is it felony motif? Oh, oh. or amicable motif? Oh, there is true. Pro- there's probably some of those. I mean, I co-parenting. Had co-parenting. Oh. You could have, yeah, you could have co-parenting. Right. You could, you could have blood and guts. Could. Oh, that's you could have serious. sewn them up in a sheet, beating them with a stick. Well, see, I hope <laughs> that's God, true. I hope you edit that out. That's bad. <laughs> that one, that's gotta go. That one's gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. You just took it to explicit. Whoa, that's all right. Um, yeah, well, sewn She's done a lot of thinking. <laughs> that's right. She has done a lot of thinking about this. How do you think I know how to bury a dead body? <laughs> and okay, my mother, she's saying my dead body. She means a dog. I still have a backhoe. Jeannie has a dog that she buried oh, yeah. Yeah. years ago. Yep. Gus. Gus kept coming back. Because <laughs> uh, Jeannie didn't bury him deep enough. <laughs> so you don't know how to bury. Well, I didn't have a backhoe. No, but I she had a learned. front end loader. Oh, okay. And it was the middle of the night. Somebody hit Gus on the on the country road. And it was like, it's July. I've got to fly out the next day to a job on the other side of the country. And so we go out and we get Gus. We wrap him up in a... Uh, a, a tablecloth, one of those plastic tablecloths right. that many use as design boards now. Right, yeah, exactly. Because Exa- they're they're fuzzy the, the flannel bag. That's right. Anyway, so we rolled Gus up, and <laughs> me and the boys go. One. Yeah. <laughs> if you quit quilting, you can wrap your dog. Or if you buy a better, it. if you buy a better design wall. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we rolled poor Gus up. We went out there. We're trying to dig a hole, and in July. It's hard to dig a hole because it's just the ground's so hard. So we're digging, digging, digging. And I dig, and I finally stop, and Matt says, not deep enough. So I dig a little more. I go, we're putting this dog in here. It's hot. i got to work tomorrow. <laughs> not deep enough. Too bad, Matt. So Kyle and I, my 12-year-old and I, 
we take that we take that dog, we drop him in, and we cover him up. I roll over him with the tractor a little bit just to smush it down. Big tractor. Not, not Gus. We're trying to roll over the dirt to yes, make it okay. so we don't have the mound. That's right. That's okay. Right. Correct. Just, just anyway. Well, so Gus is under the dirt. Gus I know. Gus is under the dirt. Yeah. So I, I go out of town. I come back the next week, and here's my oldest boy, Matt, going, Mom, Gus is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> Gus is coming up. So sure enough, I went out there. You could see little tufts of hair. And you could see little tufts of that tablecloth. So I ran up to the barn. And I thought, oh. Yeah. So I ran up to the barn. I got the tractor with the big, big wheels. Yes. And I went down there with the big, big wheels. And we pushed him down a little bit more. We threw a bunch of lime over it. And he never came back. Well, there you go. You did learn to bury a body. She well, did. I, I learned how not to bury a body. Oh, how that's true. Rip, yeah. I that's mean, right. How not to. Yeah. This could be an episode of True Crime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jeannie, why did you start quilting? Was it really just FOMO or no, had you thought about it? No, I was looking for something it? to do. It, I wanted to be creative. Yeah. Uh, my kids had grown. They left the house. I needed something else to do because, of course, my job didn't keep me occupied. No. <laughs> You're just not busy enough. <laughs> I'm just not busy enough it's with my like she works 90 hour a week job. Uh, no, I just wanted something to do, and Karen and I were always looking for something fun to do, and it yeah. just seemed logical. Yeah. So, so we just crossed it. When you start thinking about quilting stuff and taking a class, did you have a designer in mind that you liked fabric, or do you just find something and you just started I, taking everything because you didn't know anything? I didn't know a thing. I didn't even know how to put fabric together. Okay. I, I, I say this, and I, you know, I didn't come up with this, but truly, the only taste is in my mouth. Okay. I cannot coordinate colors. Okay. I cannot coordinate fair. If you look at my house, you'd think, oh my God, you know, Bohemia threw up in here. Right. Well, there Terrible. you go. That's why I have my friend Leslie. That's why right. I have people like you to help yeah. me. But they also, designers, we know they do something really amazing. They, they design a line of fabric. Mm-hmm. They bundles. cut them in they they cut them into bundles. We can get fat quarters, fat eights, we can get jelly layer rolls, cakes. we can mm-hmm. get layer cakes. So they coordinate all that for you, mm-hmm. which makes it for folks like you yes. that, that think that but because of those types of things, don't you think you're getting better I at am. together? I am, but I wish I wish I had known that like five thousand dollars in fabric right. sooner. Right. Now which, now I do buy yes. the line. Right, okay. And I'll buy the fat quarter bundle. Right. I'll buy the layer cake. I'll buy the, the jelly roll. I have right. I have those. Right. I didn't do that at first. I wish someone had told me that at first. Make sure if you're going to buy, don't just buy a little bit. Get several coordinating pieces. Okay. Well, and line. I think that that's something we've talked about because when we first started quilting, we were told, got to have a stash of fabric, mm-hmm. right? And so we start just buying stuff on sale, yardage right. and cuts of everything mm-hmm. and then you quickly realize, you know, two, three years into this, that may not be my style anymore, right. or mm-hmm. I've shifted in what I like, and now I mm-hmm. want this. And so now you've just got piles of fabric that you're not going to do anything with. So I think that there's opportunities to do stuff with that, that you may not have thought about before. But I think, honestly, I, I anybody can do what they want, obviously, but right. I think building a stash, you know, I don't think that's necessary. I think if you're starting out as a quilter, pick up a layer cake or a charm pack and start playing with those things and putting those things together Mm -hmm. before you start feeling like you need to build some kind of large fabric stash because it may not be your style a couple of years down the road and you're you're sitting there with a big pile of fabric that you're going to give away and then I'm the total opposite and you're opposite 
My thing is I walk in and I see the fabric and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Right. And lots of people will buy a fat quarter and I'm always worried that, if, oh my gosh, I like it, but if it's a fat quarter and I need more, I can't get it. So my philosophy is always if I'm going to buy it, I buy three yards because I can always get something out of three yards. And then if I'm going to buy three yards, why wouldn't I just buy the rest of the bolt? (laughs) (laughs) So in my home, I have bolts. We're talking beginning quilters. I know. I was that same way. I'm just telling people that this is how I began. This is is, is what happened. I can relate to you, Rochelle. And part of the problem is, is that it's instilled into me and I still buy the bolt. The whole the bolt. bolt. I, I still buy. I still buy bolts of fabric. If I like it, I buy the bolt, and um, then those become backs of quilts. Because unlike Leslie, who matches her, if she's using a designer's fabric, her whole quilt is that. It's all that fabric. The back is all of that. I'm a bohemian quilt. It sometimes my quilts look like someone threw up all over them and went into this quilt store ate all this fabric and regurgitated it all out sounds like one I want to sleep under I know they well you know most people do been known to sleep under a lot of a lot of regurgitation (laughs) but it's but it's beautiful parts the other part that I always say to people is it's not my line it's actually Jen Kingwell's line that you five fabrics might not look good together but you have a hundred fabrics and they're going to look good together so if you are one of those people that have lots of fabrics that you know, it's not really your style. Do a sampler type of a things that you're putting lots of things in there. And your eyes of the people looking at yourself, you'll go to the ones that attract you. Because what you might not be your style right now might be someone else's. Or donate it. Or donate it. And we do have lots of people that want yeah. things donated. Yeah, but I'm a hoarder. I, I don't want to get rid of it. I know. I'm with you. We're fire hazards. That's what my husband says. I've decided yes. that the space is so much more freeing to me. I can actually see what I like and what I want to sew with, where you guys want lots of it. And, and I'm, I, I did buy in abundance, yes. but now I'm kind of like... And I think we probably have a larger space to work in you than do. what you do. And that makes a difference on yeah. what, we, mm-hmm. what we're putting in there. Right. And, and, right. You know, you, know you, you buy a lot of fabric because you're going to share it with a lot of people. That's I true. I buy a lot of fabric because I'm not going to share it with anybody. Right. That, that is I'm true. hoarding it. That's and true. And I'm using it. It's <laughs> for hers. That's not true because you're making baby quilts this weekend with fabric. You're not having a baby that I know of. Well, how do you know? Well, well you know. I've been friends with you a while, and uh, I'm pretty sure you're not. Okay. <laughs> she knows your secrets. Like for, and it's not just for one or – there's multiple reasons. That's right. she, she, she does know your secrets. Oh, well. Okay. It's a beer belly. You do make – you do make uh, – quilts for other people oh I do. do I know but I just can't really part with the fabric once I buy it and I put it on the bolt or I have the the little magazine cards right I get it quilting is several hobbies in one you're um, right buying the fabric absolutely I mean yeah. I can go into a quilt store and not buy a thing which that's really not rare okay. I was gonna say let, let me I let me say correct I myself. think I'm lying. you're lying <laughs> I'm lying I'm I, like, say, I don't know when that happened excuse I wasn't me while I put my pants out my pants are on fire <laughs> that's right um I can go in and not buy a whole lot. Right. Right. But just going in there and looking around, to me, that's, I get a lot of endorphins. Absolutely. And I might go in and spend $500. I don't know. You never know. Make it so 
get to go with that. It was fun. It was it a lot was. of fun. It was a lot of fun. I brought, uh, since this is inappropriate, I brought my weed fabric. You did bring your weed fabric. Oh, my gosh. And I made weed bags for my friends. Yeah. It's legal you know, in it, Oklahoma. It's, it's for their, <laughs> it was medicinal. That's right. I want to make sure everyone knows, though. Yes. That I do not do that. No. I don't either. I and say, so, do, you do but, not. But I and I never, never have. give you a weed bag. But Jeannie would never give me a weed bag. She'd I never wouldn't. give me a weed bag. Because she knows. That's right. That's not my no. thing. That's right. No. I know. No, but these are for people who yes. have cancer. Yes. Right? Who won't eat. Yes. Who have trouble sleeping. Absolutely. And if you've ever had anybody who's had cancer and you love them, and you all you want to do is make that pain go away. Right. Mm-hmm. If you can get them a little bit of medicinal marijuana, and they eat, and they feel better, it is worth it. Yeah. So my, my story on weed fabric is my college <laughs> roommate, um, she, we, we, I went, she's in Nebraska, and I went to visit her, and Colorado at that time was the only place that had legal marijuana and she's right on the Nebraska Colorado board and we had gone into town and she found we she'd never been in a quilt shop she doesn't like doing any of this stuff she's always like I hate those things you do please don't make me try to do that with you so I never do (laughs) and we walked in and she saw this fabric and she thought it was so wonderful and it was marijuana fabric and she said oh Rachel Rue that's what she always calls me she said you have got to make me something with this and I didn't Did she want... know it was weed? Did you tell her it was oh, poinsettia leaves or no, something? No, she knew exactly what it was. <laughs> oh, see, I told everybody and in my family, it's poinsettia leaves. No, she, she knew exactly what it was. And she said, you've got to make me something out of this. This would be hilarious. So I bought it, but I didn't want the people at the shop to think that I was buying this because I wanted to buy this. You sound oh, like my grandma. I know. You reads. sound like my grandma it, in the... In the liquor store I know. at Christmas making I, rum cake. You guys, honestly, that's how I felt as about it. As long as there's back doors to weed right. stores. So, so, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it was so crazy. So I make this quilt <laughs> and I'm looking at this quilt. Now it's going to need to be quilted. And I'm thinking, thank you, thank you, thank you that I own my own long arm and that I quilt. This would not have been something <laughs> that I would have felt comfortable sending out to a long armor that I have this big, you know, because Oklahoma didn't have that fabric. Right. Yet. They did not have the fabric here. And, you know, now they do. Now you find it all over the place. And they even have the gummy fabric now with all this stuff on there. So I was like, okay. Oh, I, I've missed that. You I have find uh, some of that. They have it at so much more fabrics <gasps> in both areas. Oh, I'll find it. Oh my God. So oh. that was my, my part. And, and, of course, she gets the quilt. She thinks it's wonderful. And her dog got the munchies <laughs> on the quilt and ate some holes in it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> It does have holes in it. got the munchies. (laughs) Take it out. He's sleeping. Okay, Rochelle, you know what time it is. It's my favorite part of the podcast. Would it be the unpaid, unofficial, unsponsored, unmercial? Yes. Yes. So I think it's time we give a little bit of props to one of our favorite craftsmen. All right. Um, Somebody who takes really good care of us. He does an amazing job. And he's not a quilter, but his wife Mary's a quilter. But Mike Ostransky with OSS Quilt Works. We love... We love our friend Mike. We Mike makes our seams seamless. <laughs> he makes our blocks flat. Flatter will, is better. Oh, he will make babe. your long armor 
be so happy. You will no longer be bringing quilts in with D cups. No. Because he is going to make them flat with his clappers. Right. Exactly. They're amazing. His clappers are the best. And and we've all used different other ones we have. Different clappers. Um, there's several out there. Right. But his the quality, it cannot be beat. He's so good and he personalizes them. He'll he laser does. cut whatever you want on it. And it's just he goes above and beyond. And what people don't understand with him is that he handcrafts each of these. Everyone. He's he 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 buys stock of 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 lumber. wood and mm-hmm. the lumber and he orders it in and he they're smooth and beautiful and he puts different your your logo on it I remember the very first one that I ordered from him before Mm -hmm. I knew how fantastic he was yeah you had ordered from him yes you sent us out the link for it and um we all ordered it and I have a long name yep and I wanted to have two quilt blocks on it and he was so fantastic at communicating with me and sending me photos of does this look okay do you like this don't you like that right and Honestly, I think I talked to him in one day, and I think two days later, my clapper was at my house. It was crazy. It he's was so fast. Just, he's so, he cares about his customers. He does. And he is always inventing new things. Right. New tools for us. Yes. And I just, I can't say enough about him. So we're, we're big, big, big fans. And if you're not a quilter out there, but you happen to walk by someone listening yes. to our podcast, he also does things that aren't clappers. Right. I mean, take, for example, the night lights. Right. That he does. Oh, and, they're fantastic. And they, they have the lights, and they're, they're great if you want to put one in a, in a nursery. So you need a gift, or or maybe you want to take another gift in addition to that yeah. baby quilt. He will work those things yes. out for you. And I hope Mike knows that we're, you know, telling people he'll make those, because I think he will. Right, he he does. <laughs> and he makes these new leather trays. It's a new oh, thing. that he, yeah. And they lay flat, which is wonderful, because I've brought it on retreat. Right. And you just snap the corners together, it becomes a tray, and it doesn't take a lot of room up in your, uh, any of your luggage and stuff. So I just, I'm a huge fan. All this stuff is amazing. So how would someone get in contact with Mike? If they Mike is on Etsy, okay. but I prefer yes. that they follow him on Instagram and message him there. Right. And he's OSS Quilt Works. And uh, work with him through his Instagram. He's fantastic. He'll get right back with you. But we're big, big fans. We are. Way to go, Mike. We love you. (laughs) Okay, let's bring it back to quilting. Yes. Somehow. Let's talk, well, let's talk about, um, we're all at the retreat this week. Right. And, Mm -hmm. And we've all been, we've now morphed into this Flamickens group. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the what group? Flamicans? Flamicans? Yeah. Flamingos and chickens. Flamicans. We are the Flamicans. Jeannie and I were chickens, or are chickens. Mm -hmm. We still are chickens. Rochelle, she was a flamingo. Now we've all kind of merged. I I was the first chicken. Yes. That's true. With Leon. That's right. Yes. And I think I was actually, if you really think about this, I was probably the second chicken because I had Leonard. Don't start that. Because you weren't a chicken. You wanted to be a chicken, but, but you you're and not I, a chicken. Jeannie, we you and I, we connected immediately, and yes, we knew we, we both had the chickens, and even those, those, had you and I known each other at that time, these girls wouldn't even be around. That's right. So Okay, that's a little extreme. But well, anyway. Just so you know. Okay. But, you know. but this weekend, we've really been outdone. Oh, what have we mean? been outdone? <gasps> oh, the ducks. What is going on around here? I am, pr- the- listen, I'm so thrilled that it started with Jeannie's green battery-operated lights yeah. two years ago. But I love battery-operated. You but have it's created now, a monster. Yeah. It's now out of control, <laughs> and the ducks have kicked it up more than a notch. Like, we are, we look 
bad. We look so lame. Lame. Girl, it's, we're not it is. lame. We, we have not. to give other people an opportunity to shine. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> it's time to it's time to step it up. Ladies. Okay, we need to get we need to get the bat light out and be in the sky because these girls have really made us look bad. They have made us look really bad. And they're proud of it. Are you oh, noticing that? They're they're and, and oh, you know taunting us now. The, you and I they are taunting. You're on the other side of the right, table. You're not hearing so it. So you're not you. hearing it. What are they saying? So I mean, I thought I was going to have to pull Leslie off. Leslie's telling me, hold my earrings, Rochelle, because here it comes. Here it comes. She is ready to take these girls down. I don't think I ever said that. But it was close. It was close. And they're like, what are you going to do? They were. They were. Attitude. They They know. I mean, they are proud that they are beating us. And so this is, I But you know what they're working on? They're working on UFOs from the year 2000. (laughs) Okay. It doesn't matter. They. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they're. You know why they're working on old UFOs instead of what? new things? Because they have spent the last seven months making all their coordinating things. They're, they made shoes. They shoes, made pajamas. Pajama they pants. made jackets. They chair have hats. Covers. They have chair yes. covers. They made. We look like a bunch of trash. We and do. I'm telling you, this is the last time we're doing that. Because in the fall, and I told them. Oh, enjoy, I'm enjoy tired it already. I told them enjoy this because fall it's on. Okay, but then we also have to look across. So, so these guys are sitting right directly behind uh-huh. us. Yes, and then I look directly across, and there are the bees. The bees too, and the bees have the, the bees beehive. The yeah. beehive that the that has the rotating bees. I'm, they're to your back. You don't see them. I know. So they so that are probably would really irritate me too. They are putting it in my face. Yeah. Like saying, and then they walked over what to What are you going to do about it, Rochelle? Well, no, they walked over to my table, and you know, I have my so, steady, so easy table, and they walked over and they said, oh, this is kind of cute. And I said, so, so it's Leonard, my, <laughs> my chicken, and, and Margo, little, Margo, his chicken sitting girl. up at the front. Yeah. And, slow. Uh-huh. And, and, <laughs> and so. Chickens at play, yeah. clearly. And, and, and we're not doing anything else. These, these girls are now really enjoying it that our misery yeah that we're not that we're not on top we are not on top and this is just unacceptable it, it, it is it's like have we have noticed shown how up. they showcase all their sewing showcase all their sewing talents with the flowers they do custom shoes they make shoes they for did. themselves I know uh, the the flowers they have on their on aprons. their aprons it's they've taken garment yeah. making home interior yes quilting. Mm-hmm. And decoupage. <laughs> and, and melded. It's like a crock pot of crazy. And it works. And it does. And I am so jealous of it right now. So I have some serious problems with it. You know, we're going to have to work through it. Well, you know. I'm going to work on me. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, fall, it's on. It's on ducks and bees. Watch yeah, out. Watch what out. about the hooters? Oh. Oh, the hooters And the too. earrings they gave us and the by cutest the way, Wait a minute. Let's just. It's, it's owls. Owls. Let's be very... No, the hooters. Well, it's... <laughs> That's right. There's two Right, they are That's the right. hooters, but they're, they're, they're owls. owls. Right. And they have this really, really cute quilt that they've done that has cute. the owls on it. And they gave everybody a set of earrings that are owls everybody on Everybody got... So cute. Mm-hmm. So cute. And the ducks gave out cookies this morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the bees. Ducks. Okay, and now let's the get bees. this on the bees and their pretzels. The pretzels. They took which, pretzels. Let's talk about we those will pretzels, just a Rochelle. So they took a giant pretzel. They dipped it in 
yellow candy coats. So now it's yellow. Yeah. And then they dipped the head with black, and they put little eyeballs on it. And then it had stripes like a bee. Why did you not say that they put stripes on it? That they put stripes on it? Why didn't you say, because you said they dipped it in white, in chocolate. They dipped it in candy coat. They did, and then you said, and then there's stripes on it. Why did you skip over the they did that? So I think that maybe I might be a little undecided on. Do you want to be a bee? Well, Answer no. my question. I'm, I'm going to kind of back up. I was invited to Diane Whitaker's lake house on Wednesday night, uh-huh. and she's a bee. Yeah. And we go to her lake house, and mm-hmm. they're working on their stuff for the retreat. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm a good guest in a household. I'm sure. a very good guest. Yes. And I'm at But you're their, obviously not a good friend because you didn't tell us anything about it and give us a heads up. Because I was hope I didn't know I was going to go there. I found out when I came here. I was in a car in the back seat and I she had no idea where they hostage. were taking. That's oh, what I'm hearing, tell. Jeannie. Are you hearing? I'm hearing it. You guys, it. you guys know that I never know where I'm going to be and I just trust that Kim's going to get me there and get me home. And the only reason I let my husband track me on my phone is in case they leave Rochelle, me Rochelle, you're trying to change block. the subject. Did okay. you or did you not put stripes on the pretzel bees for the bees again it goes back it's a yes or no oh you did not i did yes (gasps) you are not a chicken so but a chicken would help someone else in need no not a bee or a duck no way so because again i'm i'm all about wanting to make sure that everybody's part comes together and it's all about making i knew they were giving them to everybody in the group so i felt since it was a gift that was going out and i had the skill i I'm a skilled cake so, decorator. So, Rochelle, what did you make for the chicken group? That's what I thought. Rochelle, what did you make for the chickens? Well, <laughs> this better be good. I think nothing. Uh, oh, oh, no, wait. I take that back. I brought Cadbury eggs. Cream chocolate eggs to the chicken. However, you guys' friend, Kara, took all 10 of them. She said... I'm sorry, what? Kara said you gave her all 10 of them. I gave her five. Told her there were five on the other table, and she should probably take them. But, hey, hey, you guys are scaring me now. Okay, Kara has Time all 10 out. of them. Kara took all 10 eggs? Yes. And didn't share it with anybody? She asked me earlier if I wanted one. I took one. She says, Rochelle bought me 10 of them. Did you buy 10 of them for her? Or for the group? You bought 10 for Kara. About 10 for Kara. So you bought nothing for the chickens. And you didn't make anything for the chickens, but you're over there striping bee pretzels. <laughs> so I... We're going to deal with you separately. Also for Renee. For those who are listening. Also for Renee. You should pray for Rochelle. <laughs> Rochelle needs some prayer. For Renee... Her soul has some issues. I, I, I did bring Renee some sour chickens. What are those? A bag of candy, you know, sour... They had the sour kids, kids, but they're not kids. They were chickens. Okay. Okay. Well, you're done. You're done. I have some making up to do. You got some work to do, Rochelle. I think it sounds like I do. Because I remember the last podcast we did where you talked about, I wanted nothing more than to be a chicken. I keep telling you I'm undecided. Yet now here we are. You're striping pretzels for the bees. Here's the thing, Rochelle. Yes. We love pushing your buttons. We do. There's Rochelle. 
here's the button. We do this. We do love pushing your buttons. And you, and, and you noticed I, I, I kind of was like the deer in the headlight when you guys started on this because my biggest fear is do I bring enough to the table oh, for the chickens to want to keep me? Oh, you bring a ton of stuff to the well, table. Well, not this retreat. Okay, so they say I bring a ton of stuff because I have every piece of equipment that anybody would ever want or ever need, you and can, that's why they keep but me. But you can only ride that thing so long. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You gave me a bunch of flamingos yesterday. You flocked me. I did. <gasps> yeah. I did. You picked her? No. You flocked her. I, they're they're <laughs> They're on top of my light. They are. Yeah. yeah. I was flocked. My little tiny yard flamingos that everybody gets one and speaking Jean's of, flocked. Speaking of getting flocked, I think I got flocked in the face today with a rubber chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this one's laughing because she might have done it. I get flocked again. <laughs> That's right. Watch your back. some women that will take out one stitch because it's off on one stitch yes well we're in a where group do you with fall in that? That yes that's where that's where I'm thinking because I'm sitting at the table and I'm surrounded by them so where are you guys in that one stitch off <laughs> I'll go first but I don't I don't care I mean I don't want it to be bad right I'll I'll rip if it's right. just literally not like that's right. not making sense but if it's a stitch off right it, I can press it to make it look good, quilt it to look good. I, right. don't, I don't have to worry about that. So I don't get that picky. And I will say, I know there are people that are like that. Right. And there are people that come around and judge right. other people for having that one stitch extra. Right. Um, I haven't encountered them. I mean, right. I have encountered the people that are like that, that right. do it, you right. know, rip right. stuff. But I've never had experienced somebody coming around and nitpicking my stuff. Right. And, but I don't put quilts in fairs or right. shows right. or I'm not doing it. I'm doing it because I love it and it's fun. And so I don't know. Okay. Jeannie, what are, where do you stand? I fully believe that you can quilt it out. She fully believes this. Or applique over it. And I'm very happy to, you know, I I, I can show you lots of proof. No, I'm not a perfectionist when it comes to my quilting. I enjoy it. In fact, if there's a mistake, I tell people I do it on purpose. Yes. That's my signature move. There you go. That's how you can identify my quilt. Absolutely. There you go. And we know that with me is I'm probably going to applique something over the top of it. Yes, you will. Or, or well, I learned that from you. You did learn that from me. Yes. Because my feelings are, but, but, but I want to kind of go back to the people that are the one stitcher to take out that they don't have that, where that's their ness, you know, it's their sewing ness part. When I say ness, right. you know, that's who they are. And I'm okay with them doing that. I'm just not that person that's going to do that. And my feelings are if the function of a quilt is to keep someone warm, Yes. And to make someone comfortable. And I think my quilt that might be off on something is still going to keep someone warm and keep someone comfortable. I'll tell you something. Debbie Davis told me a long time, the person that critiques my quilt that I give them, they don't get ever get another right. one. And that's true. Okay, so you just said about giving quilts to people. Do you guys give quilts to people? Yeah. Yes. And when you give them, what is your expectation of giving someone a quilt? I don't have an expectation. Okay, how about but you? But use it. So my expectation, when I give a quilt, I give a, comp- a quilt completely and totally. Yes. And I tell people, when you take this quilt from me, it needs to be used. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to fold it up and put it in a cupboard. Mm-hmm. No. Because it needs to be used. 
But then I kind of, if, if your dog is going to have puppies on it and that gave that dog comfort at that time, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You're, it's going to freeze outside and you want to cover your tomato plants, cover your tomato plants. It's a quilt. It can be washed and I can make you another one. Where I really struggle when I say I give a, a, a quilt completely, if they put it in the cupboard, I guess that's really their choice, but that's... And I always say I give it completely, but then I'm like, no, you have to take it out and use it. So I think I kind of have to think maybe I really don't give it completely. I give it completely that you can use it, but I think I need to say it's okay. I'm going to give it to you, but you have to use it. Right. But I I don't know. I think I should just say I give it to you and what you do with it. And I encourage them to use it for whatever reason. I hope you use it. Yeah. Yeah. I give it to you with love. Do you label your quilts? Oh, please. I do. Oh, you guys are making me so sad. Rochelle, do you label your quilts? Oh, you're making me so sad. Why? To me, the punishment of finishing the quilt is not putting on the binding, as Angela Walters would say. The punishment to me of finishing a quilt is putting a label on it. I did not know that. You don't put labels? (gasps) You guys, I have taken the label classes. Teresa Marler taught this fantastic class on making labels. I can make labels. There's label classes? Yes, there are. And there, 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 there's a whole, there's a whole, whole new thing out there for you. And I can make beautiful, beautiful labels. And my customers give me their backs that have labels on them and they're ready to go and I'm quilting them yes. on there. I know how to do all this stuff. And to me, I understand the importance of putting a label on it. If a tornado comes to my house and takes my quilt away... I can say that it was made by Rochelle Rice, and I live in Sand Springs, Oklahoma, and someone can get that back to me. Right. That, that's an important thing. Yeah. But it's excruciatingly painful for me, for me to make them. Why? I don't know. You I, need, don't I think you know. need to explore that, because labeling a quilt is so important. What do you put on your label? Um, I always put who it's to, All right. when I did it, okay. um, that I did it. Right. right. Some quilts, if it's going to be my quilt, I might even put like a fabric line or something right. just so that I remember. But I think these things are built to last. They are. They're going to last longer than you and I. I know. And it's so important that, you know, our generations in the that. future know where that came from. And I just, I think that that's history. We're building history right now. And I understand all this. And I understand also that when there is a label on a quilt that increases the value of it. So your hundred year old quilt. Yes. And I've also been told, put your handwriting on there because that signature, you know, your great, great grandchildren want to see this. Right. I understand all this. So we need to move past something that stops. You've got a a block. Now, when I do art quilts and I do my pet portraits, Mm -hmm. when I'm on the long arm, I sign my name on them. R. Rice is Mm -hmm. on every... I, I, I don't know. I, I just, maybe, that's why, maybe that's why I haven't sewn since November because I'm afraid I'll finish something and I have to make a label. I don't know if it's that. <laughs> I, now st- I still understand it, and I, mm-hmm. I get it, but I just can't get myself to do it. I think you can. I think. I, maybe, you know, maybe that should be my New Year's resolution. Maybe you're yeah. trying too hard. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have, Yes. It, I mean, look, I I'll love show that. you some of my Overthinking right. it. Right. Don't, don't try so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the putting on part that bothers you? I don't know what it is. I, I think I think I might need to, you know, get some thimble therapy or something on that to figure okay, it out. Okay, <laughs> I love it. thimble therapy. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's a good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing to talk about because I do think labels. People are like, do I label or not? Right. But I really am a believer in labeling, and I didn't. I didn't really think that until you know a few a couple of years ago when we started really doing a lot of quilts. Right. 
I look back and my grandmother, you know, she was a quilter. Right. I didn't quilt when she was quilting, but her stuff isn't labeled. Yeah. Right. And I wish it was. Of right. course. Yes. And I right. wish I could see her handwriting on some of those quilts. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to I don't want to keep that from my grandkids, right. you know, mm-hmm. and their children because these things are going to last forever, mm-hmm. right? right? They are. Cuz my stitches are tiny. Right. So. That's right because <laughs> we all know 8. that she's using a 1.8. <laughs> 1.8. <laughs> so I really, but I really think that that's important. And I know her quilter like way over quilts her stuff. And so this is stuff is staying together for forever. That would be Rochelle. <laughs> who quilts my quilts. And I also do, I also do the other one that tells me I can quilt that out. Yes. Jenny will say, you're going to quilt this out for me, aren't you? And I'm yes. like, well, you know, I'm going to try sister. She we're going to get it there. It so. so we're going to, Jeannie and I are going to challenge you, Rochelle, over yeah. the next year to start labeling your yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, it's going to be the, the weekly, did you label it? Did you label did it you today? label it? Yeah. Oh, well, and I so I'm kind of a sort of label. It is, it is getting easier though for people like you that don't right. aren't you know they don't want to do it. Um, I learned you know I was watching Kimberly Jolly's uh, Friday show her Friday Live right. um, for Fat Quarter Shop and they had you know Sweetwater Label Company and right. it's just labels that are already made I and know. they already have your name on them or you can I have know. your name the year and the city you can do whatever you want and Don't they you make think them. i have those and you can just lick and stick rochelle so these are and they're cute they're, they're not ugly they're just they're great that's true you know I, I think that's probably a really good challenge i mean i absolutely know it is and, and you know i want people to check back with me on this besides yeah. you guys keeping me accountable for that yeah you know if you're listening to this and you want to shout out to us send it to leslie <laughs> and then she can get it to me <laughs> because because Rochelle's not checking any of that. I, I, actually, I, I am checking things. I, I you know I'm on Instagram at don I'm Donut Warrior and, and, and my it's Instagram Donut D O U G H like dough N U T like donut not like donut right it's dough nut. nut. I mean nothing's simple with you. <laughs> donut Warrior Donut Warrior Donut Warrior yes mm-hmm. which well, is still another podcast. It is another podcast. <laughs> Oh, goodness. You you two are a mess. We are. We do our best. So I want to thank Jeannie for being our guest today. Yes, Jeannie. We knew immediately she was going to be a perfect, inappropriate quilter's guest. And and as our gift to you as being a guest with us, we always give our guests an inappropriate quilter's t-shirt. And we're so thrilled that we already gave you one. (laughs) So you get nothing. (laughs) Oh, no, this experience has left me scarred for life. (laughs) Everybody, we thank you so much for listening and look forward to another one. So until next time, stay inappropriate. inappropriate.